Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Clever Girls Know podcast. This is Bola Shokumbi. I'm the founder and CEO of Clever Girl Finance. The Clever Girls Know podcast is a podcast for women, offering a space for conversations around personal finance, business, life, and living. I'd love for you to subscribe to this podcast, and you can do that everywhere you listen to your podcast episodes. And if you love what you listen to, head on over to iTunes and leave a review so that other amazing women just like you can find this podcast as well. I'd also love for you to stop by clevergirlfinance.com. We have new content on the blog multiple times a week. We have over 30 plus free courses. Plus, when you sign up for a course, you can talk to a Clever Girl Finance mentor for free to get encouragement, motivation, or if you just want to have an open, no shame, no judgment girl talk. Finally, check out our YouTube channel. Just search Clever Girl Finance on YouTube. And if you don't already follow us on Instagram, you can find us at Clever Girl Finance. Okay, so let's get into today's episode. Hi, Haley. Welcome to the Clever Girls Know podcast. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being here. I'm so excited to talk to you about this really timely topic on vacation budgeting in a skyrocketing travel economy. I have been traveling for work recently, and listen, these prices are crazy. Yeah, they are no joke. I am dying to go away and I have been using all the hacks and tricks up my sleeve to plan <laughs> a vacation on a budget. Yes, I cannot wait to hear your tips because, you know, the world is back to being open and a lot of people are thinking about vacations and just seeing loved ones they haven't seen in a while. So I can't wait to share your for you to share your tips. But before we dive in, please tell everyone listening who you are and what you do. My name is Haley, aka Mrs. Dow Jones, and I am the Zillennial finance expert. So I teach Gen Zs and millennials how to grow wealth, how to make money, and how to live a financially free life. And I teach using a lot of pop culture and a lot of jokes. I love that because, you know, when it comes to money, honestly, I always say that if you can't find things to laugh about, there will be a lot of tears. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know. And, <laughs> like money is you have to make money fun. Yes. Spending money to. is fun. Learning about money needs to be fun too. Yeah. And we definitely laugh a lot on this podcast. We've even got feedback saying we laugh too much, but you know, <laughs> we like it that way. <laughs> well, that's, I feel like most people get podcast feedback that's like, I can hear you drinking water. So I'd rather have the laughter feedback than that. <laughs> So let's dive in. And my first question for you is, what are some of the most important things that people need to keep in mind, travelers right now, people who are planning their trips? What should they keep in mind when they're planning their vacations right now and basically make sure that they're making smart decisions throughout the process? Because there are so many steps to planning a trip, right? Uh, what are the, the top things people should be thinking about right now in this economy? So I would say tip number one is go where the dollar is the strongest. So traveling to locations where the American currency is dominating, Turkey, for example, if you vacation in Turkey, $1 gets you 19 Turkish lira. So, you know, you want to go somewhere where you can stretch your dollar versus choosing locations where it's already going to be expensive to just exist in that country. So I would say that's a really good tip. Um, 
And, you know, summer is such a high season. So, and most people in the summer really want to go visit Europe, but the dollar to Euro parity may be over. So it's better to go places like Portugal, for example, has one of the best values. Um, Yeah. So, and even in popular countries, picking lesser known spots can bring great savings. Yeah. What you said is really important. Like just, I think first, just making sure that if you're traveling internationally, that you understand the currency difference. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And I believe it was last summer where the dollar was so strong. It was so much cheaper to go shopping in Europe, to travel to Europe. And that has, like you said, changed. So Mm -hmm. when you're determining, yeah, (laughs) it's very sad. I went to Paris last summer (laughs) and I had some fun. Um, so when you're thinking about, you know, where should you be going, unless it's like you're going for something specific, like a wedding or to see family, if you're just going on vacation, you can base your decision on basically what your dollar is going to get you <laughs> when you get there, right? Um, so Haley, once I determine where I want to go, right, based on the currency of the destination I'm going going to and how much my dollar can potentially get me, how do I plan this vacation considering my financial goals and everything I have going on in my real life, right? How do I just prepare myself financially to take this vacation? Yes. So this is such a great question, Bola. And I think this is really where every vacation should start. Of course, we all think about the destination and what, you know, days we want to travel, but it should start with understanding how much you can actually afford to spend. And this is going to look different for everyone. And there's a lot of different Mm -hmm. schools of thought on doing this. You know, some people like to put aside a percentage every month of their paycheck towards travel. You know, others are going to, at the end of the year, look to see what they have left over and go with that. You know, there's many different ways. Personally, I put away a percentage every month automated into my high yield savings account because then my travel fund is growing automatically and I don't need to put thought towards it every single month. Um, And then, you know, reverse engineering from there. Okay, I have this amount of money. What can I afford to do? And then another thing that I tend to see a lot on Instagram, but I I sometimes don't know how to do myself is finding better rates and deals, especially when it comes to hotels and other vendors. What are some tips to some tips or some tools that you have leveraged or you've seen other people leverage to find really great deals? Like I know there was a time where they said book tickets on Tuesday. Um, (laughs) Does that really work? Use the PCM browser. Yeah. Use a a PC versus a Mac or something. (laughs) I know. Um, There are definitely many different ways to get the best price value for hotel bookings. Um, You know, credit cards often have huge travel back rewards perks. Um, And if you have also hotel loyalty, you know, if you sign up for hotel loyalty programs, that really helps too. But I've also heard that checking prices directly with hotels versus using the online sites is a good way to do it. Um, Yeah, that I've heard is a really good tip too. Yeah. And I also, I personally also like to compare rates. Uh, So like I mentioned earlier. You have to look at a lot of different ones for sure. And also like if you have any flexibility, like you can save 
a staggering amount of money if you are just able to move your day ahead or backwards when traveling. Mm -hmm. So, you know, being a little bit flexible is awesome. And always making sure that, yeah, you're booking with a credit card that's going to give you points back or, you know, give you uh, bonuses within the hotel experience. For example, I'm an American Express customer. When I book with my American Express, I get free breakfast. I get late checkout. I get things that have value that might not have a monetary kickback. Like it's not like, oh, I'm saving X amount of money on the overall rate, but I am overall saving money just because of the rewards that come with that card. Yeah, yeah. I like I mentioned earlier that I have been doing a lot of travel for work and you talked about comparing rates. I like to compare like, you know, hotel rates. I'll check on hotels.com. I will check on Expedia. I'll check on kayak.com just to see because sometimes the rates are vastly different. Um, It's so crazy, right? Yeah, like $50 difference every night for three nights. It's $150 in savings if you just spend some time checking. And then... um, You also talked about like, you know, leveraging your credit card. And a lot of times what I have found, like a big mistake I have made is not remembering the protection my credit card offers around travel. So I recently made a mistake where I booked travel insurance, but it was already covered under my credit card terms. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's so true. Also, like with your credit card as well, I had a friend who was traveling in Morocco and his camera was stolen. And which, you know, can happen when you're traveling and he got a refund from his credit card company for the camera. He just had to go to the police station and get a police report, which was like no big deal. And then he submitted that to his credit card company and they refunded him for the camera. Exactly. So that those are, it's just really worth exploring going to your your website your credit card website yeah, and exploring to, all of the yeah. benefits cuz they are there you may not use them all the time so yeah. you may not know they exist but it's worth going and taking a look and that's something that I have on my to-do list especially after this insurance overpayment I just paid um <laughs> is to go and just look at what are, what is covered in terms of luggage in terms of uh insurance and etc oh, I have just, hacks for that too I mean yeah, oh tell me tell me <laughs> oh, the other thing that I'll say is <laughs> booking close to arrival is really good like I I mean, we have all heard of that app, like Hotels Tonight, Mm -hmm. and rates really do tend to drop with hotels the closer it gets to check-in time. But I mean, that is also dependent on where you're going. Like, for example, I was seeing Taylor Swift in Las Vegas, and it was the same weekend as Adele's last concert, and there was like some sort of big sporting event. So I knew that there was going to be such a high demand that there weren't going to be those deals because the, they were going to sell out anyways. So I booked in advance because, you know, if I booked last minute, I just wouldn't have had a place to stay. But if you're Mm -hmm. somewhere where it's less popular, there's less demand, then you can sort of play the odds of booking closer to your check-in. Yeah, that's, that's really great advice. Those are some really awesome tips, Haley. And um, one of the things that you mentioned was your friend's camera getting stolen. So I wanted to mm. talk about travelers perfect protecting themselves from scams and fraud. Um, I just recently watched a crazy video on YouTube. It was like a YouTube uh, short or story. I don't know what it's called on YouTube. <laughs> but the basically, short. it's the a short. short. Somewhere in Italy, um, people basically arrange, they 
arrange some type of artwork on the floor, right? And then wow. as you're walking past it, someone else distracts you and you accidentally step on the artwork. And then it becomes this big thing. And they're like, oh, you owe me $300. This artwork oh cost, cost $300, but it is it was a scam. Oh so some gosh. lady filmed it and just was telling people how to avoid scams and this type of scam and fraud. So are there any others you've heard of that you can share or just general tips for protecting yourself from scam and fraud, especially when you're traveling in a location or destination that you're not familiar with? Well, I mean, I would definitely say like, keep your passport and your money, like very close to your body, like be aware of your surroundings, things like that. But I think also knowing upfront how much things cost is really important. Um, like I was actually in Morocco and we went to the, uh, to like the open air market and it was the first day that I was there. And this woman grabbed my hand and started to give me henna. And I was like, cool. I love Morocco. Like, this is so crazy. They're Free giving henna. henna. Yeah. Wow. This is such an awesome country. And then of course, after she was like, you owe me all of this money. So you have to realize that nothing is free. Mm -hmm. Um, you know? So that is a big part of it too. Yeah. And like I said, definitely, I mean, sometimes you stand out like a sore thumb because you they know you're a tourist. They hear yes. your accent. They see how you're dressed. They see yeah. looking at the Google Maps or yes. looking at the hotel oh map they gave you. Like, oh, this person is not from here, right? And unfortunately, there are just unsavory characters everywhere you go. Totally. <laughs> they exist everywhere, right? It's not unique to one place. There's always people who are trying to run scams and all kinds of things wherever you go. So uh, like you said, keeping your passport and your money close to you, talk, uh, bags that have zips, turning your bag, opening towards your body, zipping mm -hmm. pockets, not pu putting phones in your back pocket. And, you know, really funny story. My aunt was in London. She was waiting to catch a bus and she was like, oh, let me just put my hand in my pocket and get my bus pass ready. And she put her hand in her pocket and she grabbed onto somebody else's hand. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, she and, did not. Yeah, she grabbed no, on and the person was trying not. to pick her pocket and she just wouldn't let go. She's like, no, you're going to stay here until I call the cops. <laughs> oh my I'm gosh. I'm like, this She's little like, old lady. hand is that? Yeah. So there was, and she, she said she didn't feel the hand. She just went to reach for her bus pass, her bus ticket. And then she grabbed somebody else. <laughs> oh my God. That's so hilarious. Definitely be mindful of that. And then, you know, sometimes accidents happen. Um, people always say things like, you know, when you're paying, sometimes accidents happen. So when people are kind of hustling you, you break something or you step on somebody's artwork, like the example I gave, um, don't let them lead you anywhere. Just call the cops to where you are, right? Uh, yes. I think that's the best thing so that you don't end up having to give people money. And then some people have said um, they've had credit cards copied in restaurants. So make sure that when you do your payment at a restaurant, you pay in front. They pay in front of you. You pay in front of yes whatever, where the machine is, you don't let them take your card away. Yeah, that's huge too. <laughs> and yeah, then come definitely back. don't let them take that card. Like you don't know what, yeah, they're, yeah, basically just like you have to pretend that you're like a spy or something, like have yeah. like your guard up, like always be thinking that people are, you know, out to get you a little bit, but that's a good way to be. I think when you're traveling, have that mindfulness. And a lot of times it's, it's how we act when we are home and we go to places we don't know. We have our guard yeah. up. So going internationally, just because you're on vacation doesn't mean that that element is that element of your mind also goes on vacation, right? 
Well, yeah, no, but I think that's like when we go on vacation, we all get these like new personalities. Like we have our vacation wardrobes and (laughs) we're doing things that we don't usually do and we're spending in a way that we don't usually spend. And so Mm -hmm. it's very easy to let go, to let your guard down. But it's important if you're really going to travel to make sure that you are knowledgeable of your surroundings and to make sure that everything that has to do with your finances are really watched over. Mm -hmm. And speaking of spending in ways that we don't usually spend, what are some tips that you have for us as travelers in terms of overspending on entertainment attractions? And I actually need you to talk to me specifically because I just booked (laughs) a vacation for my kids in this summer, right? And someone says, so we're doing a Disney cruise. And someone says, download the app. And then I download the app. And when you download the app, there's the princess makeover for $100. There's princess tea for $250. There's pirates makeover for, (laughs) there's like an extra $1,000. Oh my God. And Mickey is beckoning me, Bola, just (laughs) swipe the credit card. Tell me how to not overspend on vacation. (laughs) In Disney World, there's no debt. Disney no, World, it's all, all clouds. Yeah, we're, clouds oh and candy. Gosh. I would fall for that too. The tea really got me. I'm like, you got to do that, girl. Um, I think the biggest part the same with budgeting in general, where you can afford anything, but not everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, before you even plan your vacation, understanding how much you can spend on your vacation mm-hmm. and really having a limit and sticking to that limit. And then within those confines, putting it towards the things that you value the most. So yes, it could be having that tea with Mickey. Absolutely. But, uh, you know, you might not get the makeover because you don't care as much about that. Or maybe you care more about the makeover and less about the tea. Like you have to keep an eye on your bottom line. Um, and remember that like you are a person outside of vacation, like vacation, you was allowed to have fun, but like, you don't want to ruin like non-vacation use life. I totally agree. You are a person outside of vacation. Um, And that's really important to keep in mind, right? Because the vacation is going to end and you have to come back to real life. And so that leads me into my next question. I wanted to ask you, what are some of the common mistakes when it comes to traveling, uh, common money mistakes that people make as they're planning their vacations or going on their trips? Oh my gosh, there are so many financial mistakes you can make while traveling. And a lot of them have happened to me. So just know, like, I've been through it too. Um, One really big one is not understanding foreign transaction fees. This actually happened to me in Paris last year. I was, you know, using my American Express card, la-di-da, went online to check my balance and was shocked at how many of these fees that I had. Luckily, I was able to call them and get them removed by upgrading the card, which like I needed to do anyways, so it all worked out. But definitely call your credit card companies before you travel, figure out what the deal is, because there are some cards that have no foreign transaction fees, and those are the ones that you should be using while you are abroad. That is so true. I've definitely been in that situation where I traveled abroad, and then I got all these fees, and I had to call to get them to remove that. Yeah, so true. Um, the other thing that I feel like people always forget to do is getting travel insurance, which, you know, no one wants that extra charge up front, but if something does go wrong, you're going to be so happy that you have it. Um, also exchanging money at the airport is the biggest no, no. 
you know, you land, you want to get some of the, the local currency to bring to your hotel or wherever you're going. It makes sense, but do not exchange money at the airport and do not exchange money at your hotel. You're going to get horrible rates. Look for local banks and places like that to exchange your money. Oh, and also be careful about your phone plan. We have all had that moment of being abroad and then getting like a huge phone bill because we didn't realize that we weren't like in network. So that's really big too. Um, I mean, there's a lot, but those are the big ones. I mean, the currency one, the currency tip, not getting money at the airports because they're so expensive and the phone the phone tip, those are two things I've been guilty of falling victim to and definitely really important for us to keep in mind. So those are awesome tips. Oh, also tipping culture. <laughs> that's sorry. Like a lot in America, there's all these memes going around right now that like we tip so much. Like I told my friend a joke and then they have to tip me, which is true. Like honestly, they should. But tipping culture is so different in Europe it's a lot less. And so while they'll be really happy that you're tipping so much, you don't actually have to. So just make sure you understand the rules of that before you go abroad. So many great tips, Haley. Thank you for sharing your wealth of knowledge and your experience, especially right now as everyone starts to plan travel or is taking vacations soon. I'm definitely planning travel, uh, as I mentioned earlier. So definitely um, really, really awesome tips. Before I let you go, though, I have to ask you, what is your Clever Girl superpower? My Clever Girl superpower is making finance cool, duh. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Making finance cool. And then finally, please tell everyone how to keep in touch with you. Keep in touch with me by following at Mrs. Dow Jones. Mrs. like I'm married to the Dow Jones because I am. <laughs> no spaces, no periods, nothing. Mrs. Dow Jones. And I post daily financial content that educates you and entertains you and will teach you how to get rich and stay rich. So can't wait to see you there. And Bola, thank you so much for having me. I loved being on your show. Thank you so much for being here, Haley. It was such a pleasure. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode, and I hope you enjoyed it. If you've loved the episode, but you don't yet subscribe to the podcast, you can do that everywhere you listen to your podcast episodes and head on over to iTunes and leave a review so other amazing women just like you can find this podcast as well. Thank you so much for being here and I'll talk to you on the next episode.